0: Well, good evening, everyone, and happy Friday night edition of the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. Thank you for joining me this week and bearing with me once again, because this episode's dropping on the weekend because of the crazy schedule during the first half of the week, which I will share a little bit more about tonight, and I think you'll really enjoy it. So, Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to Trinity Bird, a new friend that I have made. I'll name him. I don't know how he found this podcast because I don't really promote it that much. But shout-out to him, possibly a new listener. And he's the director of the play that I'm in. So what a cool thing that we've been doing, and I'll I'll tell you more about that here in a few minutes. But uh, thank you for all the listeners. Thank you for following us on SoundCloud uh, and checking out our YouTube channel. Updates are via Facebook, if you ever want to see them, and our email, WSNSPodcast at gmail.com. All right, so I was I was talking about this today with my boss, Mike Perry, and it's just so beautiful when you can surrender everything to God. And I've told th- this story, obviously, on this podcast many times now. Some of you will will maybe rolling your eyes now at this, but... In 2017, I made a deal with God to basically just not worry about anything anymore. I had gotten to that stage in my life. You know, I am at that age, 22, 23 years old. I'm, I'm out of college. I'm still living at home. I'm working a job that I absolutely despised. Love the coworkers, love my my bosses there, but the work itself was just miserable. And, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there uh, and, and as a young man, completely different than my peers in a way, uh, who've gone before certainly in my parents' generation of what type of, you know, uh, things they had to deal with at, a, at that age, because we, as millennials kind of had a delayed adolescence, uh, in a way and that's not necessarily terrible. It's peacetime. We're prosperous. Um, it's, it's good in a way not to have to go through incredible hardship, but I just, at that point, I was looking at my friends who, who got married out of co- in college, out of college, starting to have kids. Uh, working successful jobs, you know, finding and buying houses, renting on their own. And I was just kind of getting to a point where I was comparing myself to others to an unhealthy state and basically telling God, you know, you've kind of screwed up here. And of course, it's me as the one who screwed up because I'm worrying about all this stuff. And I've read about it in Matthew 6, plenty of times, the cure for anxiety, do not worry about your life, right? What you'll wear, what you'll eat, all these things. And I'm sure many of us can relate to that comparison. Like, my friend's like this. My other friend is like this. My family doesn't want me doing this. It's, it can be difficult. And Satan wants you to play that comparison game. He really does. Because there's not any joy that comes out of it unless you're saying, wow, at least I'm not like that person in a way. Like, I'm so glad that I have the Lord in my life because I could have ended up like that. But very rarely are we doing that. We don't, very rarely do we have that type of perspective, especially from a, from a godly point of view. So I was at that stage and I just decided to make a pact with God saying, I'm not going to worry about anything anymore. Now, obviously doesn't mean I didn't concern myself with things and it wasn't difficult uh, to, to, to fight against the lies. I'm not saying that at all, but I just decided to not worry. Practice stewardship. Don't, just don't be a fool. Don't squander your stuff. Don't, don't like try to think ahead and, and be, you know, wise and uh, prudent with your decision making. That's that's to completely different stewardship. Is a, a Christian virtue for sure. You can read about that from cover to cover in the Bible. Uh, but also, you've seen what people ha- what, what people do when they squander their their gifts, squander their wealth. All of us know the parable of the prodigal son and how he squandered his wealth and and how the gift that he asked for, that inheritance, all that blessing, all that money, which. Could have been used for a lot of good, was used for bad. And so it's interesting when God gives you what you want. Psalm 37, 4 Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. What does it mean to delight yourself in the Lord, taking joy in the presence of, being grateful to and for God, delighting yourself in him. Don't fear God, keep his commandments, all these basic things. Um, I started to have a peace in my life that truly did surpass all understanding. It wasn't, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect. I still made mistakes along the way. But I can look back then and now and just a palpable difference in my spiritual life. And it's nice to be able to, I would say put the Lord to the test because we're not supposed to do that. But it's when you take yourself out of the equation, God is 100% reliable and he is unlike anything else in this world that you'll ever experience. And so with all of that knowledge, with, with that going into it, it was something for me that those last few months in particular, it has just been so rewarding. And this play, I, get, like I told you I'd tell you about it. So this is what leads into this play. These type of things, like if you choose to serve God, when you are alone at night and you're going to bed and you get down on your knees before God and you pour out your heart. You know, Matthew, The first part of Matthew 6 talks about the fact that you're not supposed to babble on like an idiot uh, because God already knows what you're praying for because you're praying for other people. And that's why I like the the chosen prayer that the writers of The Chosen have Jesus do. He just says, blessed are you, Lord, Savior of the universe. Amen. That's it. You don't need to say anything more, right? But obviously Jesus goes and he, he goes away to pray by himself. What is he doing? Because he's doing, he's practicing what he's preached. He said, when you pray, go and shut the door so no one... Can see you, and for your heavenly Father, we reward in secret what is done in secret, because you're not doing it for anyone else. You're because no one's gonna gonna hold you accountable to that. Again, who are who are you when no one else is watching? It's that age-old trope, right? Well, what are the desires of your heart? Now, I've talked about the the exceeding of expectations about the. The love I have started to have for children, the fulfillment in relationships, the newness, the ending of old things, thinking it was heartbreaking, but knowing that God needed to prepare me for something different. Those are all things that we can't even conjure in our own minds. So he'll start to do things that you never even expected, didn't even know you wanted because his plan for your life is so rewarding that it will blow your mind. But that starts with, what are you doing in secret? What are you doing in private? And I promise you this, if you, before you go to bed, or for you before you get ready for the day, you get down on the end of that bed, and you thank God for it, first off. Thank God that you had a nice place to sleep, but you just pour your heart out. Sometimes the things won't pan out exactly how you would like them to in that moment, but they will, if you are still seeking him, the fulfillment you will have is unbelievable. God will not fail you, and this also comes when you are praying so hard for something, and God gives it to you, like this play, this play that I saw in 2017, best thing I've ever seen, ends up coming to a local theater near me, I end up auditioning for it, and I got the part, not only in the play, but the part that I wanted, again, thank you Trinity, appreciate it, like that's insane. Like I just very rarely in life have I just jumped for joy. Just, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And then I had to think to myself, this is all a God thing. 100%. I got to attribute it to the Holy Spirit. But what if, and this is the question I, I asked myself at the very beginning. What, if any, kind of type of impact for the kingdom of God am I to play here? What type of ministry opportunity can this be? So immediately, God gives you that that thing that you want. Do we just want to hold on to it? We want that teddy bear. We get that teddy bear finally, and it's ours, and we're not sharing it. Even if God's the one who gave it to us, we hold on to it like it's our own. It's very possessive, right? So for me, that was my prayer. Lord, thank you so much. Help me not to squander this gift. What type of role am I supposed to play? If any, maybe I'm I'm not that important. You know, that's the funny thing is maybe we're none of us are as important as we think we are. But if we come across um, as, I mean, to God as saying, hey, I want a servant's heart. I'm here to serve. I live a life of a servant. You have rewarded me with this amazing thing that I do not deserve. But how can I still serve you in that process? And let me tell you, I'm not going to go into all the details, but we haven't even hit in show week. We're not even at our our tech week, they call it, or dress rehearsals. We're not even in the final stages. We're kind of kind of like 65, 70% the way there before performances start. And I had an opportunity, spurred on by Trinity, and I will, I will for the sake of this person involved, not name them nor the situation, other than the fact that I would hope you'd be praying for my friend um, going through a difficult time. And I had an opportunity to pray for this person, all because of Trinity, I think, arranged by God to do this, and because I'm a pastor, and it's not me, it's the position, and I just happen to be the warm body in that position at that time, and I just want to say thank you to Trinity, thank you, Jesus, for that. What if that was my entire purpose? What if I were to, you know, God forbid, get in a car accident or die before the showtime Before I can live this dream. Well, I've already been living this dream. This has been an amazing last couple of weeks. But you got to put it back into the eternal perspective of things. Why are we here? What are we here to do as humans? And that is to, obviously, fulfill God's purpose for our lives by ushering in the kingdom of God into this world. That's through our through the being the hands and feet of Jesus by living the way that Jesus did as a life of a servant, not looking out for himself, but always looking back to the Father's will, even in the midst of blessings and still giving attribution to him and to him alone. I am so happy, so filled with joy, so grateful for those opportunities. And even in the midst of receiving this wonderful blessing, it's important for us Christians to, to look at that and say, still, how can I serve God? This is not my gift. This is God's gift to me. How do I, as a Christian, honor that going forward? That is my question. That is my charge to, to you as Christians and as listeners. Even if you're maybe not all the way there with Jesus, but when you get something that just hits you over the face and you're like, that. that, that cannot be anything else but divine. Don't give in to that temptation just thinking that it's yours and yours alone just because God gave it to you. What if he gave it to you because he is trusting that you are the person for the job in order to carry it out in that way for his kingdom? How can any opportunity or position be given to you, gifts, receipts, whatever, how can you use them for Jesus? I don't know if we teach that enough because Well, I do the work, I get the reward, it's my reward. I can still share it, but it's of my own choosing when I want to. Well, what happens if we don't get a choice? What what if that's just our natural state, is to share it with others and not just put our head down and focus on ourselves? I I wonder what that would look like. These are just some thoughts on a Friday night, everyone. I appreciate your listenership. Thank you for tuning in for this short little episode. I hope you have a blessed weekend. Enjoy the Sabbath day. May God bless you. May God keep you.